Hello, hello, and welcome to another very special episode of Sweet 12 Podcast. Brian and Ryan are back for another installment of fun news and lists. Except for no news this time. No news this time. I lied. I just lied to everybody. This is a, we're off to a great start But it is, a, it is a fun list. Yeah, that's good. It is a fun list. Um, in honor of Mardi Gras. Fat Tuesday today. Fat Tuesday today. We're going to go over our 12 favorite party movies. Not really in any particular order, because mm-hmm. it it's kind of hard to really, when you get down to the... To, to the, the details of, of of the of the parties, what you know, we we could argue uh, forever on what would make this party better than another party. So these are just twelve parties within movies. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess really it's twelve movies that have parties in them that we would love to to have attended at one point in time, not necessarily today, but but at some point. But at some point, we 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 envisioned that we could either have such a party or mm-hmm. be at a party. Uh, so we'll get to that list momentarily, but. Yeah, we also have Oscar stuff we're going to talk about, too. That's uh, first, coming up on Sunday. Yeah, first off, what we're going to do, instead of, uh, in lieu of the news, uh, and actually in, in an effort to save time, we kind of went over last week by about 20 minutes, and we didn't want to do That's that. That's right, we had a lot to cover last we week. Did. That's okay. Um, we're just going to kind of bypass the news. It was kind of a slow news week, uh, and we're going to go straight into uh, this upcoming Sunday uh, with the Academy Awards being uh, February 22nd. Uh what we're going to do, we did this last time we did our podcast, and we're going to do it again this time and hopefully in the future. Uh, we're going to go through the the basic, I guess maybe the top nine uh, categories. Mm-hmm. And the I should big, say, the I should big say top, nine. The big nine. Uh, we're going to give our uh, our predictions for for those, uh, and we'll see what we are, uh, we'll see what our percentage correct was and how, how right we were uh, next week. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off right away... Um, start at the top we'll just go straight to best picture um if you're not aware the nominees are uh whiplash uh which is the movie with jk simmons and uh teller something miles penn miles teller i think is his name no, teller doesn't have a full name it's just teller <laughs> ah it's not penn and teller that's not his real name <laughs> no it's not, it's not penn and teller okay so it's a different teller okay so miles teller and jk simmons uh, american sniper teller. with uh bradley cooper uh clint eastwood directed that movie uh birdman uh, not Harvey Birdman, Bird which we talked about last week. Birdman! So Birdman, uh, Edward Norton, and Michael Keaton, and Naomi Watts, Zach Galifianakis. It was a pretty big cast. Pretty big movie if you haven't heard about it. Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel, which was Wes Anderson's movie this year with his usual guest of, or cast of characters that he has. Um, we've got The Imitation Game, which was the movie starring... Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, and it was a movie about Alan Turing and the first Turing machine. And then we had The Theory of Everything, which was a movie about, uh, I forget what his name is now, Stephen Hawking. (laughs) Um, Selma, which was the movie about Martin Luther King Jr., and then Boyhood, which was that movie filmed over uh, 12 years. So yeah, those were the nominees. Um... Did you watch all of them? I don't think I don't think I did either. I, I, I portion. I'll uh, I'll probably see the rest of them by the end of the weekend. Um, but at least for best picture, I had already decided in my head that um, that I think my my gut says that um, oh, shoot, my gut says that. Birdman's probably going to win. You think? I think Birdman can win. I think that's a critic darling. But it's a comedy. 
Yeah, but it's not it's it's not blatant comedy. It is okay. masked behind other things that make a movie whole. It has mm. good directing and good acting, good script. Right. The sound in it is 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 very good. The the editing that they did to make it feel alive in in a very un like in, in areas that you wouldn't think would 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 feel alive. You know, being behind backstage at sure. a, at a play and. Mm-hmm. Out in the streets of New York, and then the the rooftops of New York. Just the sound editing. That's it was my pick for sound editing. It was just and sound mixing. It's I think that Birdman has probably the whole package, and maybe Grand Budapest Hotel is kind of like a like a like a like a dark horse to win. I love that movie. I thought it was fantastic. If that wins, I'll be so happy. But I think that I think that could also win, and then Imitation Game, of course, could win. And there's a lot of them, but I think Birdman. I think I think my 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 nominee is going to be Birdman. Right. I think I've said that twice now. Birdman, that's my pick. Do you have I, a pick? I'll go different from you, just because okay. you, we both can't have Birdman, because that's stupid. We could, but... Well, we could, but... Um, no, and normally you're right anyway, but I'm just going to go with uh, uh, Grand Budapest, which was the one that I enjoyed the most out of the movies from the category that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Seen about four or five. I, I just love Grand Budapest. I, I thought that was so cool. I'm usually terrible at Best Picture, but the rest of them, I can somewhat pick and choose a, yeah, a, a so winner here. I got, I got Budapest. Uh, we'll go next to Best Actor. I'm just going to go in order here from what the Googles tells me. The best actor, we've got Michael Keaton in Birdman. Uh, we've got Eddie Redmayne in The Theory of Everything. Birdman. We have Benedict Cumberbatch, Imitation Game, Bradley Cooper in American Sniper, and Steve Carell in Foxcatcher, which I have not seen Foxcatcher. I don't make it a I don't make it a habit to see, and it, this sounds weird, I don't make it a habit to see the non-Best Picture nominees, but I've heard some really up and down things about Birdcatcher. So I didn't see that one. So, or Foxcatcher. So Steve Carell, I, I apologize. I did not see your movie. I mean, obviously he put forth a tremendous performance. And from what I've seen of the movie, it's so unlike anything that he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Based on a true story, I, I think he has a good shot of winning it. Um, it's either that, or, but I, I think I'm, gonna, I'm leading towards a Redmayne for, for the Oscar. I think, yeah. As I, much as I want Michael Keaton to get it, just because he's Michael Keaton, Yeah, I, I think Eddie Redmayne's going to win it. I think I think he yeah, he's been pretty he's been wiping up and him him and him and Michael Keaton both have been kind of winning the awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to go. I'm gonna go with Birdman again. I'm gonna go with Michael Keaton okay. again. Yeah. We're gonna go. Right. We're gonna go Keaton for for that one. Keaton. Uh, Mike Mike Hall Keaton. Um, next on our list, we're gonna have Best Actress, uh, Felicity Jones in The Theory of Everything. Uh, Marion Cotillard in Two Days, One Night. Again, didn't see that. Uh, Reese Witherspoon in Wild, which I did see. Uh, Julianne Moore, Still Alice, and Rosamund Pike in Gone Girl. It's such a such a unique list. Yeah, seeing as it's very different. There's one Best Picture nominee in in that list, and that's Felicity Jones. Yeah, yeah. Um, who do you go with? What does your What does your gut say on those movies that you most likely haven't seen? Because they are kind of weird movies. Yeah, I can't give it to Rosamund Pike. She she put a great performance uh, mm-hmm. on screen. She was very creepy, and I liked that yeah. very much. Uh, and especially because I read the book and I kind of had this idea in my head of how the character was supposed to be. And then I saw the movie, and it really wasn't far off from what I had in my head. So I think you know my interpretation, her interpretation, you know, mm-hmm. were, were great. Um, I just, I don't see her winning it. Mm-mm. Um. I don't see them giving it to Felicity Jones, although she 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 did, she again she did a good job, but I just don't see that either. I, I'm thinking either Reese or Julianne. I'm gonna go. With, I was gonna go with Julianne Moore because 
Fine, then I'll go with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> the, well, the, the reason I go with Julianne Moore is because the Academy loves... Uh, loves them some redheads. No, well, she's been nominated four times and hasn't yes. won. Ah, uh, so they like that. And so contender. her being nominated a sure. fifth time now, sure. it's kind of one of those Lifetime Achievement Academy Awards where right. Reese Witherspoon won for... Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Walk the Line. Walk the line. Thank you. That's Sweet, Home, Sweet Home, Alabama. Home Alabama. I don't know. I don't know my movies. No, you don't. All right, best director. Uh, oh, my goodness. Best director. Let me pull that up again. Who do you have? We have Wes Anderson from Grand Budapest Hotel, Richard Linklater from Boyhood, Alejandro Gonzalez-Niferatu from Birdman. Wow. Um, Bennett Miller, Fox Sketcher, and Morton Tilledum from The Imitation Game. I'm sorry for Alejandro Gonzalez in Naritu. In Naritu. Thank uh, you. In, okay. in, it's got the tilde on it, so it's in ya. In Naritu. You should, get your, you should get Holly down here to yeah, pronounce, pronounce that for it. us. Yeah. You should. Who do you have? Uh, I have I have Wes Anderson. Okay, I have. Uh, oh, actually, I should have went with with Alejandro. Too late. Yeah, I know. But I'll, yeah, I'll go with Wes Anderson. I've got uh, Richard Linklater. Ooh, um, because he directed a film over twelve years. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, and I heard the cuts in Birdman were just ridiculous. They were, but that would be more cinematography, which actually isn't on the that's list. True, that's so we true. actually may have ten that we could go with. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I go with I'll go with uh, the Boyhood Man, Richard Linklater, just. To right. to direct a movie over twelve years is a, it's kind of a, kind of a big deal. Sure. Should we do supporting now? Supporting actor. Supporting actor man. Supporting actors. Let's go for it. All right. Supporting actor man is Mark Ruffalo and Fox Catcher. Fox. Fox Catcher. Fox Catcher. You know. <laughs> Edward Norton and Birdman. J.K. Simmons and Whiplash. Robert Duvall and The Judge. And Ethan Hawke in Boyhood. Hmm. So. As much as I like the Hulk hey, and the Holly, Hulk, can you pronounce this name for me? We're gonna, we're gonna get a, we're gonna get an official ruling on the director yeah. here. Yeah, the direct- it's Spanish? It, yes, I, the director. Spanish. Well, I don't think it's Birdman. Spanish, but wow. <laughs> we're gonna get a, we're gonna get an official ruling on this. We're having my wife who, who who teaches Spanish to try and uh, pronounce this name. Don't know if he's necessarily Spanish. Maybe well, some if kind it of is, Portuguese. It looks Spanish. Inyaritu. Yeah. Inyaritu. Say, say the whole thing. Inyaritu. Alejandro Gonzalez Inyaritu. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that's not even close to what you said. Thank you, Holly. All right, so back to the best supporting actor. I, I can you really give it to anybody else but, uh, but J.K. Simmons? Can you really? Uh, like I said, as much as I like uh, Ruffalo, good in five. As much as I like, uh, I mean, I hope it goes to J.K. Simmons. That'd be awesome. As much as J. I like, J. Jonah Jameson, have an Oscar. As much as the Hulk and the Hulk can Hulk it out mm-hmm. between Birdman and Foxcatcher, I think I think it has to be. J.K. Simmons because the the role that he I mean it, I'm surprised he wasn't best best actor because mm-hmm. his role was very key in the movie and it was very very well done I'm I'm going with, I'm going with J.K. Simmons we're going with uh, J. Jonah Jameson in that one all right um uh, no best actress best, best no yeah. best supporting actress best supporting best excuse actress. me best supporting actress God, get it right. I was looking right at it and I just skipped over best supporting uh, best supporting actress Emma Stone in Birdman Patricia Arquette in Boyhood. Meryl Streep into the woods. Laura Dern from Wild, and Kira Knightley from The Imitation Game. Ooh, I don't think it's going to go to Kira. Although, again, she's nominated, so of course she did a good job. I you mm-hmm. know, saw the movie, and, and we both said that she was very impressive in the mm-hmm. movie. I just I don't think she gets it. I think it probably goes to Patricia Arquette for. It's going to Streep. Streep, Streep, Streep for, for the sweep. Streep smell like Streep for cheap. I think it's going to go to Patricia Arquette. Just again, uh, Birdman, not Birdman, Boyhood being filmed over mm-hmm. over twelve years. Mm-hmm. And, I think that I think that that I think that Boyhood and Birdman are probably going to be the bigger the bigger movies the bigger winners. Yeah. All right. 
Winner, right, winner, we, chicken dinner. We're doing uh, best screenplay now? Uh, yeah, we could do best screenplay. All right. Um, which one, adapted or original are you doing? Best original. Best or best original yeah, screenplay. Best original we have is Foxcatcher, uh, and then Birdman, the Grand Budapest Hotel, Nightcrawler, and Boyhood. And mm. I'm going to go with best original story. Boy. That's going to be tough. Because I'm, I'm between two. I'm between either Birdman or Grand Budapest. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I really, I really, I really liked Grand Budapest. That was really cool. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Birdman on this one. I'll go with Birdman. I'll go opposite of you. Okay, you go Grand Budapest Bud- Hotel. The Budapest, I love that movie. I think, I think Wes Anderson, he doesn't really do bad scripts. I'm going I'm to want to watch don't that kind, His movies don't kind of come to fruition, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but but they do they do work out very well. Oh, and, and I mean, they're so Birdman, good. I think, won the Golden Globe. I think Grand Budapest won the the the, the, Brit- the BAFTA. Sure. Um, so it, it, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'll go with Grand Budapest Hotel for that one. Yeah, what one's next now? Uh, best adapted screenplay. Best adapted. Uh, uh, American Sniper, uh, Imitation Game, uh, Inherent Vice, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going with Imitation Game because that movie's yeah. cool. I'm going to go with that one too. I think that told a better. I think that told a better story. Filmatic? I can't think of the right word now. Cinematic? Cinematically? Filmatically? Filmatically. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Theory of Everything was a good movie, but like we said, we, we I think I think Academy voters might be split. Yeah, maybe. Between, if it's a love movie, is it a movie, is it a, bio, a biopic? It, I think Imitation Game, you can't really, it, it was a solid script through. You could you could tell what, what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go with cinematography yeah. next. You don't have them, I don't think you have that on your list, do you? I am. Nice. Uh, Emmanuel Lubezki for Birdman, Robert Yeoman for Grand Budapest Hotel, Lucas Zal and Richard Lenzuski for Ida. Yeah, why aren't they together? Look at that. That's really dumb how it's laid out in mine. Oh, yours is laid out? That's you weird. They, they wouldn't both be nominated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Pope for Mr. Turner and Roger Deakins for Yeah, Mr. yeah, Turner. remember when they, were, when they were doing the nominations and it came out Dick Pope? <laughs> remember that? No, I don't remember oh, that. It was all, oh my god, a couple of weeks ago oh, and they were man. going, they were going, uh... They were talking about, um, they, they were listening to the nominations, and mm-hmm. when Best Cinematography came out, um, someone spelled Dick Pope, Dick Poop. Oh, jeez. And so all everybody <laughs> could talk about for like three or four days was Scrooge um, McBoogerballs winning for yeah. for Best Cinematography. I'm going to go with Birdman, Emmanuel Lubezki. Just again, how we talked about how yeah. the cuts were just flawless yes, in that movie. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'll go with that one. That, that sounds good. Um, let's push forward Best to... Animated Feature Film. Yeah. Uh, Big Hero 6, The Box Trolls, How to Train Your Dragon 2. Song of the Sea and the Tale of Princess Kaguya. Um, Box Trolls was cool. That's a tough one. I've I seen... will. I think I'm going to go with How to Train Your Dragon Two. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Big Hero Six. Ooh. If only because. Okay, I think Big Hero Six will win, mm-hmm. and I wish that Song of the Sea would win. Mm-hmm. Uh, that hasn't come out yet in America. Okay. Um, I did see parts of it online, and I've watched the trailer, and I've read some of the story on it, and it just sounds and looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, in my heart, I wish Song of the Sea would win, but Big Hero 6, I believe, will win. Okay. Um, do we have anything left? Music. Uh, best score we could yeah, do? we could do music score. Um, we have Grand Budapest Hotel um, by Alexandre Desplat. Uh, the Imitation Game. Also. Also by Alexandra Desplat. So basically, 
he's you know he's he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna split are, votes and lose. His, his, yeah, his chances <laughs> are huge. Yeah, Interstellar, Hans Zimmer, uh, Mr. Turner from Gary Yershon, and the Theory of Everything from Johan Johannesson. I think when we were reviewing it, I think I said that Theory of Everything would probably win for music. It was a very because we were good we were debating between that and Imitation movie. Game. Oh, but man, I they think, were both really good. Yeah, I think his. Uh, but you see, but you haven't seen Grand Budapest yet, have you? I've seen parts of it. I think, I Dude, think the, that was great music. I think the problem with it is they might his votes are probably going to get split. Mm, okay. I can't decide between Imitation Game or Grand Budapest Hotel. Sure. So then they're going to split that. Let's and go then, to Theory of Everything, which yeah. which fit very well. The whole movie. I think, yeah. Uh, you, you didn't even notice music was playing when it was playing. It was so subtle. Mm-hmm. But when all of a sudden you would just kind of pick up on it and there it would be. I, I kind of agree with you. I think that could happen. But just for the sake of argument, I'll just go with Grand Budapest Hotel will win that one as well. Okay. And I will go with, so. like I said, I will go with Theory of Everything. And that's it for our, our picks. I yeah. don't think we have anything else to do. The rest of them are, are minor categories, which we could uh, which we could talk about. But mm-hmm. um, I'm not... You know, I didn't take many film classes or anything about behind the scenes stuff. So, mm-hmm. like best makeup and hairstyle. Yeah, we're not know, doing that. I, I could give a give a guess, but I would just say whatever looks the best. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna win. Um, so yeah, those are our picks for the for the Academy Awards on Sunday. So I will probably tweet out if we're correct or not. I'll go through and make our list and hold on to that. No, so, I just saw the bobblehead for that night. Cool? That's gonna be sweet. It's I thought it's straight out of Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan and I just got tickets to a Brewers game on May 30th, um, and they're giving away a Jonathan Lucroy, um, Jedi Knight bobblehead, which is going to be awesome. Basically, yeah. it's basically a Luke Skywalker bobblehead, but they Jedi just put, Luke. but they put, yeah, but they put a, a Jonathan Lucroy head on it. Which is way cooler. Yeah. Wh- yeah. Which is way cooler. I agree. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun game. So speaking of fun games, let's do some fun parties. Yeah. Fun parties. Woo. Fun parties. I'm grabbing a beer then. All right. You grab a beer. I'll explain the category again. So, so we... We debated last week and tweeted out um, if we should do party movies or president movies or favorite presidential uh, actors. So like Harrison Ford uh, as President Marshall in Air Force One. Favorite and, fictional president. Well, it could have been real presidents too. Like we could have had Josh Brolin playing George W. Bush on that list. Oh, well, I see. But I think I think that that's a harder one to do because. A, I don't think we could think of 12 that we would even think were good presidents. I know that there's many lists out there, but you're kind of scraping at the bottom of the barrel. When we could have just we could have just took all the nominees from the movie The the Butler or whatever, where he went through 47 different administrations. Oh, we could have. Uh, and just did the best 12 from but that see, movie. But see, even in that sense, I, would, I could have even technically put Abraham Lincoln from Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter on that mm-hmm. list, because he was a cool president. He fought vampires. Yeah. But that became... Not necessarily daunting because we, it's not like we were looking for mm-hmm. an easier list, but it just became a little too much to handle. Right. Uh, so maybe next year for President's Day we'll do that. Um, maybe. But I'm sure next year we'll probably do Valentine's Day movies <laughs> because it'll yeah. be the same day. Because we'll have, to, we'll have to figure that out. Now. We, we really dropped um, the ball on that one, but I'm okay with that because I have to keep up on my chick had, flicks. I think and... we had more fun with... Uh, with party movies, movies anyway. yeah. Well, no, so. anime, last week we would have done the Valentine's Day movies. Oh, right, right. oh no, the animated shows was way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are way better. So, so we did party movies. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't list them in order, although it's probably going to be close to a, an, an official order that we would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with a party, again, it became to the point where we were 
really splitting hairs overall. I hadn't seen this movie, but I do know of the party and it was pretty cool. Or, mm-hmm. hey, this party sounds fun. And, or I only saw this movie because everybody told me I had to watch the party and yeah. then you will get to it and the party's pretty cool. So we didn't list them as far as like favorite movies and we sort no, of listed no. them. And we know that, you know, some movies are definitely going to be better than others. Mm-hmm. So but this, this is, is, and this is in no order because again, it's, it's just, that's yeah. just how it is because it was, it was really tough with the criteria that we had to, to put a better party mm-hmm. in the other because all of these parties on here are just epic. They're epic. Epic. Phenomenal. 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 All right. So, ooh. Ooh. Shit's going down. All right. So we'll just start at the bottom. Um, yeah. I don't know why we're going to start at the bottom if there's no particular order. Just just roll my finger and it'll go to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> no, if we can start right, at the so bottom. The, so the fun. first movie that we're going to talk about uh, is Animal House. Woo! Um, and I know that makes most people's probably top five list for parties, maybe even top two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the issue that we're going to come across is, one, Brian hasn't seen all of Animal House. No. He's aware of... The parties. He's aware of yeah, the, yeah, the big toga, toga party. Yeah. He's aware. I mean, the, the whole movie was the shirt college. Parties. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then B, that when that movie, when I was aware of that movie, I had already seen other movies, and it just kind of felt seventies to me, which it was. It was nineteen seventy eight. Oh yeah. So while that party was awesome, and they had a band, you know, a live band in a frat house basement, you know, singing <laughs> shout. Right. Um. Which looked great. Looks great. I mean, it looks fun. It just, I think, I think we passed the prime of what made that movie because we saw all the movies that were kind of spawns of that movie. Mm -hmm. So you could consider that being one of the first movies that had the big college, high school. This is this is the nexus of of where where movies that we're going to mention later in this every other movie on this list is most likely the you know come had come from Animal House, but with uh, you know John Belushi. Being the big the big guy in there, uh, most well known uh, name. I think they kind um, of no like, film debut of Karen Allen and Kevin Bacon. That's right, Bacon was in it for a little. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. What's up now? Well, it's still it's still a good party. I mean, the, yeah. the party is is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I th- I think as far as parties that I would want to go to, I don't think I'd want to go to that one. I'd probably get lost in all the togas. Toga. Which let's be honest, who hadn't? I mean, who hasn't been to college and has seen a sign about somebody holding a toga party? Right. I don't think I ever went to one, but they they no, no, they're always like fratty, and I never got invited, and also never really wanted to go. I'm sure I could have. I'm sure I could have gotten an invite if I wanted to go. But the cool kids. No, we were we weren't in the party scene at all. We were we were we were in the preppy dorm, which is really weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was like the good grades. It was, you know, it was the, dorm. Upper, the upper class, yeah, brand upper new class. dorm. Yeah, yeah. With full kitchens and everything. And stinky Koreans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the people, the food. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they had moved in, some smelly Hawaiians might have moved in. <laughs> so, well, uh, we'll leave Animal House where it is. It, it's definitely a, the nexus of all this, which I think is yeah. why it's a fitting that we start with that one. Because from oh, yeah. Animal House spawns all it's, these other movies. It really was the first Most of these to other just have a huge party. And just be big frat fun college party movie. I think there's two on the list that probably didn't spawn from there, but we could probably just go. Off, we could probably just go chronological from here and go to uh, Days and Confused next. Is that the next one? That'd be the next one. Yeah, we can do that. You talk about Days and Confused. Days and Confused was a really fun movie. I saw it in college. Um, it's from 1993, dude. It's it set is. in the 70s. That's the next movie on here. Is 1993? Yeah. Wow. Well, let's take a look at the other movies on the list. Uh, put, put the, the start typing up then and see what. Uh, Put them in the proper order, then. We'll just go chrono- okay. chrono- chronological. 
Um, so yeah, Dazed and Confused um, was everybody's who's big now. This was like their, you know, their their movie where, you know, they kind of came out and, you know, became bigger. You know, had Matthew McConaughey and Jason London from Mallrats and Joey Lauren Adams. Rory Cochran was in it. Oh, Adam Goldberg. No kidding. And, you know, everybody under the sun. So it was really great to kind of watch how the whole movie kind of led up to this big party in the woods, you know, at the end where all these high schoolers go. It's the big end of the year party. And, you know, they go and, and just it's, it's more of a also coming of age teen movie as well. It would fit, the, you know, that category uh, very well. But it was cool to watch. It was one of the better ones to to kind of watch when you're when you're younger. It really you, it's very relatable. And, you know, they, they have the, the main uh, kid. You know, that since it's the last day of school, you know, kids are skipping classes and smoking weed. And, you know, there's, then, then, then they're all, you know, talking about the big keg party that they're going to have, you know, at this guy's house. And so they all go to the big keg party and, like, everybody gets invited. But, you know, they have the cliques with the jocks and the nerds and the, you know, underclassmen and the upperclassmen and the stoners. And you kind of meet all of these, uh, you know, classes, you know. So it was... Uh, it was, it was very good. You got you got all you got them all set up. I do. Cool. From memory. Mm-hmm. Very nice. All right. That's kind of it for Dazed and Confused. Sure. It's a good party. Big party in the woods. Big, big kegger. Let's talk about one of my favorites next. Okay. Uh, and you've seen this one. We actually just watched this recently, uh, a couple months ago. Can't hardly wait. Yes. Which that one that I mean originally we wanted to do this list. Ugh. Originally, when we wanted to do the list, we. I had the thought of making a list of movies that were based around the party. Mm-hmm. Not an aspect of the movie, not a part of the movie, but the movie. And this would have been very high on the list because mm-hmm. the whole movie takes place at the graduation party that, that you know, the graduation party that I really always... I don't know necessarily if I wanted to be at, but I always was just fascinated at these at these fake parties uh, in movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, sorry. Film debut of actor Jason Siegel. It is the film debut of Jason Siegel. That is correct. Yeah, I like I like trivia. So he plays. He's he's got about a ten second part. He's got a few lines. He's three, in, he's in three quarters oh, of the not, movie. No, sorry, he's not actually in the band. I'm thinking of Donald Faison, who's the frontman of that. Uh, Brecken Meyer. Yeah. No, Jason Siegel plays kind of a stoner guy out in the mm-hmm. pool when. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's character is looking for, uh, I forget the, guy, the lead guy's name, uh, Ethan Embry's character. Um, he's look, she's looking for him mm-hmm. uh, because she gets that note. Right. And so he, the, these two stoner guys, one of them, Jason Siegel, kind of, oh, he's big and all this kind of, you know, he's just, he's high off his ass. So. Right. But that movie kind of had, that had every stereotype in high school and mm-hmm. at that one party and that was the kind of the party that i would that i would want to go to because i would fit into some of those stereotypes and hang out with some of those people right not necessarily being all over the place um like seth green i don't think i would have hung out with him yeah <laughs> but he's no. a funny character I mean, his there's, there's so many memorable characters from this movie and i think mm-hmm. that's what makes the party so unique is because you get drawn to all of these characters mm-hmm. In, in different ways. You know, Seth Green is the guy who is just this poser. 
and he's just trying to have sex with random chicks. But he's and, not. I mean, but he's. But he's not right. And no. You have the, the the band, which was a great little scene because they broke up before they actually played anything. And then you have Jennifer Love Hewitt, who is just the it girl of the mm-hmm. high school. Amanda. And you have Ethan Embry, who is essentially. Any guy watching that movie, he wanted. Yeah, I was Ethan Embry. Everybody movie. wanted to be Ethan Embry. He's, just, he's he's the he's the guy who's in love with the girl from afar. And it's not necessarily that you wanted. To you didn't be, want to be Ethan. Embry. Everybody related. Yeah. To well, Ethan I mean, Embry. I, everybody wanted to be the loser who stood over there. Well, and that was me. Didn't though. Get the but that, that was me. And I mean, no, nobody wants to be that guy. Well, if you relate to him, doesn't that mean that you kind of are him? If you relate to him, so, yes, that means you are him. And I didn't want to necessarily. And I didn't relate to him because it wasn't that I was pining after the the hot girl from afar, but he kind of embodied the. The, the shyness that that I mm-hmm. had and and still you know writing that note and not you know just not ever giving it to somebody you know that some of those things are you know I would easily relate to and I had a friend like uh, like Denise uh, Lauren Ambrose the the Preston's uh, friend who mm. hooks up with Seth Green right twice because she did before and well, not really before but they were friends before he became all crazy mm-hmm. um but yeah I can't hardly wait. Uh, was uh, can't hardly wait in '98. Uh, was was really uh, kind of the movie that <clears throat> that kind of started up again. The I mean, Days and Confused was '93, and then five years later was Can't Hardly Wait. And mm-hmm. once Can't Hardly Wait and She's All That kind of came out, that's when teen movies skyrocketed. I mean, Days and Confused they, they, fast ex- times they and, exploded again. Yeah, because they they know? were because they they were, they were big for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say well. Well, they were big in the eighties with the sixteen yes. with the with the Brat Pack. With the, yes, yes. Um, but that, they kind of found their 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 next grouping of movies mm-hmm. that everybody would relate to for that generation. Like we were too old for. I mean, we I've seen you know uh, sixteen candles and Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Club yeah. and all those other John Hughes movies. You know, Saint Elmo's Fire. You know, I've seen those all, but. I've seen all of those. I've I've done seen them. I've done seen them. I've done I've done saw them and seen them. So I, I I have watched them all, but I related more to the movies that came out in the nineties. Ten Things I Hate mm-hmm. About You, Dazed and Confused. You know, with the you know, and uh, to a lesser extent, you know, Van Wilders. You know, yeah. Those, I was more kind of I was more late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah, that's when I mm-hmm. was I was in high school starting in two thousand right two thousand one. So that was when I did those. That, that's when I saw those movies and, and liked them so right so speaking of uh 10 things i hate about you that's next on our list that, that was in 99 um heath ledger julia stiles joseph gordon levitt happy birthday today on tuesday 34 year old man Ooh. uh larissa uh olnick uh who else is big in that movie uh, larry miller of course yeah uh, mr stratford uh david krumholtz uh who was in a lot of movies before that and then in the numbers the numbers he was in numbers after that on CBS, uh, but that had again that movie's not necessarily about the party, but there is that big party in the middle of the movie that kind of again embodies that stereotypical Hollywood high school movie. You had people tapping kegs and dancing on on tables, and Heath Ledger's there just trying to help out, you know, for money, of course, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right. and, and to to be with Cat. The, and, the the big the it's, int- it's kind of it's kind of an interesting secondary meet cute because they 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 sort of bond over the fact that she's that, that Off, she's different yeah well no they're bonding over the fact that that he's there kind of as her he's there as a fake became real guardian angel type thing because when there she gets go. you know when she starts getting smacked drunk in the head and, and yeah and, hit her head and, on the chandelier head, and she's, yeah. he's taking care of her right and it's kind of a nice secondary meet cute after all mm-hmm. the all the stuff that they had been through before where he realizes that he does care about her and yeah. doesn't want the money anymore um i was gonna say that the 10 things i hate about you 
that movie, I mean, really leads up to that party. You know, they have a lot of um, background and a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, story before the actual party. Mm-hmm. But it all leads up to that one point. That's more of the, the I don't want to say the climax, but that's the most um, story-driven, I guess, plot. Because the whole movie is all about dating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the one girl can't go if the other sister doesn't go. And so, you know, that's the big thing is now everybody has to try and get, you know, the weird girl to go to the party. Yeah. You know, and so everybody just tries so hard to get, you know, to get that to happen. So, yeah, and leave it to JGL to be the resourceful one to hire somebody to, <laughs> to pay somebody to, to take the fall for him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think in that movie, I was more wanting to hang around again, the uh, Larissa Olnick, Bianca's character, because I had known her from Secret Rule of Alex, of Alex, Alex Mack. Mack. Yeah. Yeah, everybody knew her. She was actually bigger in that movie than Julia Stiles was. Mm-hmm. At the time, yes. At, yes, at the time. Now, now who's laughing? <laughs> now, now Julia Stiles is Supergirl number one. Mm-hmm. So. But, you know, that was her, uh, I think that was her one of her first movie roles. So I think it was probably her second or third big movie role. Mm-hmm. And then after that, she started doing movies like Down to You and... Save the Last Dance and, and oh. the Born. How many series? How many movies did she did that were based off of Shakespeare? Ten things I had about you. She was an O. What's O? O is Othello. Oh. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm trying to look through this list here. I'll look through it later, but we could probably do the best Shakespeare remakes. Oh yeah, there you go. A list. Would Romeo and Juliet count? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Romeo and Juliet would count. And ten things I hate about you would become because it's Taming mm-hmm. of the Shrew, even though it's not called Taming of nope, the Shrew. It wouldn't matter. It's just okay. movies, movies that are based off Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare. Okay, that's a good that's a good category. We should add that. Um, Minute in the Garden of Good and Evil. It's technically not really Shakespeare, but it's referencing a Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we'll go on to number. It doesn't matter. Uh, next movie on our list. Uh, the fifth fifth movie we'll talk about: American Pie Two. Um. This was number one on my list of movies that are revolving around a party. Because the whole premise of the movie is Stifler and Jim and and Oz and Kevin and Finch. They want to have the biggest party at the end of the summer. They rent this cabin because Jim Nadia is coming back to wherever they are. Michigan. <laughs> for whatever reason. And she... She, they basically have they're, they're they're done with their first year of college, and Casey Affleck, who actually plays uh, Kevin's older brother, uh, mentions that they did this their first year of college, and they rented this cabin, and they had all these parties, and had this awesome first summer after college. So they want to kind of emulate the same thing, and things of course don't go as as planned. But just the whole summer wanting to do that after college, I had always dreamed of doing that. Like that, how awesome would that be to have? You know, four other friends to go rent a cabin, a whole cabin with on the beach, for mm-hmm. for for a summer. Oh yeah, well, and have the money to do that. Yeah, and that, that's kind of not here or there. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna pretend that I mean, money wouldn't be an issue. But yeah, I, mean, I, they, I guess we have to. We we to do. Yeah, that it's not. Yeah. yeah, but but you know, I never had like the same kind of college experiences. I was. I had a no. All of these movies were so super different. I don't think yeah. that happens to anybody. But Where all the entire class yeah. comes to your party. But they had, I mean, the, the soundtrack of the movie was excellent. And that would be the soundtrack to my party, having Blink mm-hmm. One Eighty Two and American Hi Fi mm-hmm. and and just the, the the punk pop bands of that of that time would be the movies that I 
the, the parties that I would want to go to. Because none of these parties are ever silent, of course. There's always a good soundtrack going on in the background. But having in 2001, having that as the, the soundtrack to my party was, was perfect. And, you know, who doesn't want to, you know, who, who doesn't want to have a big kind of be, be known to have that party? I mean, again, this is kind of the Animal House theme of, you know, just having the big party and it's not in school. But, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of a like the the epitome of, of the American Pie movies because one and two were great. Three was okay. Eh, three was meh. Four was okay. And then they did all the spinoffs, which I don't count. But this kind of having the party was, was probably the best way to end the series. And they didn't do it because they kept making more movies because of their cash cows. Right. But right. having to be the, the ending of the, the series. And now it's series, like National Lampoon where they it, use the name American Pie, yeah, but they use they it for something else. And they haven't done that since American Reunion, thankfully. But yeah, no, they they, didn't they have like Naked Run? Or yeah, naked that was all Mile? between American Wedding okay, and American, American Reunion. Union. Okay, so, uh, but I think that that party kind of put a good, 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 you know, period at the end of the series. because mm-hmm. you know, Jim gets together with Michelle, you know, Allison Hannigan. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of are. They obviously they get married because it's American Wedding, which you you could have maybe guessed that that would have happened, but leave it open to people. But just having that party. And, and kind of the the last hurrah for them before they go into their second year of college and ultimately their their life you know the rest of their lives. So they just wanted to feel like they were in high school one more time, but they realized that they would much rather be in college. Mm-hmm. And that's to me that's why it's a good party because not only did they get to have fun, but they learned lessons along the way. Yes, they did. So all right, uh, next next one, Van Wilder, the movie. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, yeah, Tara Reed. Again. Yes. Tara Reed again. Yes. More Tara. No, wait. Who? She was in American Pie 2. Oh, yeah, duh. Okay. <laughs> again. Like, what are you talking about? She hasn't been mentioned yet. She hasn't been mentioned yet, except for five minutes ago. Yeah, Van Wilder was another one where it really wasn't building up to a... It was building up to a big party because he becomes the party rental guy, and then they decide to throw one mm-hmm. big last party yeah. to kind of make up the funds. Isn't that how it works? Because he had to get enough for tuition? Because his dad cut him off, isn't that right? Um, well, no, he doesn't want to graduate. He doesn't want to graduate, but then his dad forces him to graduate because his dad cuts him off. He says, you can't go to college anymore with my di- with on, you know, on my dime. So that's yeah. when he starts to do all these odd yeah. jobs where that's where Van's party rental service mm-hmm. pops yeah. up. So he would plan these epic parties and everybody would go to them. And it, it was, it was cool. I mean, Van Wilder was the guy everybody wanted to be and everybody wanted to be friends with. Yeah. You know, the... Which made it so cool to, you know, have a party thrown by him. So if you had a party thrown by Van Wilder, it means everybody was going to show up and you weren't going to have mm-hmm. a problem. And then they have, you know, at the very end, there's the just the big, you know, graduation party where Van finally, you know, gets together with uh, Tara Reid's character. And there's a lot of things in the middle of which are funny. Yeah, I think I think mostly the movie yeah, the, lead up to that. The movie makes the list because of this, the, 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 the amount the never, of parties. The, the, the never ending amount of parties. Right. And, and that's all he did. Throughout his entire mm-hmm. college was just to go party, but then he, you know, spoiler, he, gets, he gets his act together. Spoiler: he, yeah, he, graduates. he graduates college. Yeah, yeah, the big Van Wilder spoiler. The movie's thirteen years old. If you haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. and it is a National Lampoon movie. It's one of the better of the National Lampoon movies since the Vacation. Yeah, series is yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the other ones have been pretty terrible. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, this one makes the list again uh, because of just the never-ending amount of parties and the fact that. As much as you didn't want to be Van Wilder, <coughs> excuse me, you could see yourself in that in that role. You could be, yeah, I could party all the time. You never want to, but <coughs> sometimes you just kind of 
You, you okay, man? Yeah, I'm going to die soon, but that's okay. all right. All right, as long as we finish the podcast, it'll be okay. Yeah. I'll, so, uh, I'll put it in memorandum. You're going to start to notice that the rest of, most of these movies, the next three, including Van Wilder, or four, including American Pie 2, they're all kind of college movies. We've kind of evolved from high school into college movies. Yeah, wow, that's, hmm. Look so that. we're growing up <laughs> along with these movies. Look how that worked. So, next one. It's old school? Old school. Ah, oh, good movie, old school. Mm-hmm. I may or may not have had an advanced copy of that before it hit the theaters. I can't quite remember. We will confirm nor deny that rumor. Yes, exactly. I didn't know you at the time, so I can't even vouch <laughs> for that. Yeah, that was back when I was in Oshkosh when that movie came out, back in 2002, I Three. Think. Three. And you maybe had it in 2002. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was just that advanced. And this movie was great because it's about a bunch of older gentlemen who basically create a frat just to throw parties and go back to college because yeah. they miss it. Mm-hmm. It's Will Ferrell, it's Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson. it's Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, thank you. Couldn't remember the third guy. That puffy motherfucker. <laughs> That's an Entourage reference. Um, Funny that Jeremy Piven was in the movie too when you mentioned Entourage. Yes, yeah, oh wow, yeah, that's right. He was the dean. I'm the dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. Um, great movie. Again, tons of parties. They they go through the whole uh, building of fraternity so they can keep their, their house so they don't get kicked out, so they can still keep throwing parties and, you know, they even go as far as cheating on tests just so they can, you know, keep their their certification so they can continue to throw parties. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Jeremy Piven hates them all and wants to, you know, wants to ruin their lives or whatever. So they throw these huge parties, you know, they get Snoop Dogg to come in and, and, and you know, uh, uh, perform at, at the party, which is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, even now to have Snoop Dogg be at a party would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Before he was uh, Snoop, before he was Snoop Dogg again, he was Snoop Lion. Yeah, that's right. This is this is in between the Snoop Dogg, Snoop Lion, Snoop Dogg sandwich that that he uh, mm-hmm. so called himself. I just think it's funny uh, again, having the party and starting the frat, having you know, like, think like Revenge of the Nerds type thing, where they just they get the misfits in college and the rejects and mm-hmm. old people and just mm-hmm. kind of start a frat and party. Mitchapalooza it was the big the big blow off party that they had. And yeah. Uh, I think most people just remember Will Will Ferrell streaking. Yeah, let's go streaking. Yeah, and that was Will Ferrell's like I don't want to say come out party because I think that was more of Elf, where he just was able to hold a movie on his own. But this one was more oh man, everybody really likes Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. and let's have more Will Ferrell. So maybe this was his coming out party. Well, he was in Zoolander before this as Mugatu, and he was in Austin Powers. Yes, That's but he true. had a very That's small true. role in Austin Powers. Yeah, I think this was the one that kind of. And then he was also winding down with Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. So he... Oh, and then and then Night at the Roxbury, but that was a Saturday Night Live movie. Yep. Um, so I think this was more of his, you know, hey, Superstar. I'm... Superstar. Yeah. I, I'm kind of So if you want to get away from, from, from SNL, mm-hmm. you're looking at Zoolander. Mm-hmm. You're looking at Old School. It's probably the very first leading role i mean he was he wasn't the lead though he was just you know frank the tank on the side it was luke wilson and vince bond that was you know he was part okay. of that he was part so of the then, three so guys elf was probably his first his first lead, lead role. yes it was definitely elf but this one i think this one kind of put him on the map for mm-hmm. for uh, uh audiences they kind of like oh you know i do like that will ferrell guy yeah because i mean and he wasn't wearing makeup like Mugatu mm-hmm. was so that's harder to, to place and he wasn't wearing Ferrell. sunglasses like an austin powers he had a bigger role you know, uh, then yeah, being, you three know, times. Yeah, three times. Ah. <laughs> you know, he was so, in. I'm know. burned very, very badly. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the movies before that, you know, Ladies Man, Superstar, mm-hmm. those are all skits yeah. from SNL. Right. Uh, after Old School, it was Elf and Starsky and Hutch, which he was a, a minor role in that movie. 
because that was Luke, that was Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller as the mm-hmm. main characters, mm-hmm. and then Anchorman is yeah. like his first leading role other than Elf. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez, I didn't know there were in between that okay interesting yeah, Elf was 2003 and Anchorman yeah. was 2004 well enough about Will Ferrell's movie I mean old school hmm <laughs> shut up yeah uh, moving on to Accepted we can do Accepted 2006 yeah. oh I love this movie that is a good movie um, this, this is one of my favorite people give movies because Justin... it was it was I don't want to say it bordered my life but I could I, this is the, probably the one out of all of these movies that I could relate the best to just not knowing what to do not after knowing high what to do after high school not knowing what to do with your life you know I thought I had a plan it didn't work out and so I bounced around from different college to different college. I, you know, then finally found my way to lacrosse. And, you know, I still wasn't able, I'm still not able to put my degree to use. So I still had to mm-hmm. kind of figure out, you know, what I wanted to do. So when this movie came out, I really thought nothing of it until I actually sat down and watched it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, man, that, that hits home. Mm-hmm. So uh, this movie, though, um, Parties, sorry, wrecked Parties now, not movies I can relate to, but how we should But that's part of what it is. Yeah, it, that's true. <clears throat> Basically, the movie... Uh, he doesn't get accepted in any colleges Mm-mm. that he wants to, doesn't know what he wants to do, ends up pretending to to get in, accepted into he, he into technology. He basically starts his own college with some of his nerd friends who just, just kind of create the webpage. So so one of his friends got into the big school, Jonah Hill's character got into one of the bigger schools. Right. Uh, he, uh, Justin Long and his friend, uh, Daryl, who was a football player, right. you know, isn't going to go on football scholarships, so he has nowhere to go. And so they kind of start their own fake school where they just kind of house a bunch of rejects. And it's just party. Yeah, it it wasn't supposed to work. No. The the website wasn't supposed to accept applications, Mm -hmm. but they started getting... They started getting all the applications in at the old building. They basically had an old... What was it? An old uh, mental mental hospital. And they turned it into a college. Mm -hmm. And Louis Black had a big role in it. And it was just basically parties all the time. He had to fake being the teacher when the parents wanted to comfort. Right for parent conferences which right i had never been to a school or a college where they had parent conferences i know i know it was, it was such a bizarre premise but it worked for the movie it did because like oh man the parents are coming and you never thought twice like that doesn't happen mm-hmm. you just you wanted to watch and see what happened because the movie the movie's a good movie i like it yeah this would have been uh one of blake lively's first movies too oh that's who that is yeah from Gossip Girl, oh, shit. the new, the new, and, the, and new the Green Lantern movie, which is the best Green Lantern movie ever made. It is. It's, she's the new, she and she is Mrs. Ryan Reynolds. So, oh yeah, just had a baby. Hmm. Anyway, that's a we're getting way off topic again. But yeah, ba- this was, baby Green Lantern. I had a huge crush on Blake Lively, and I'm not big in the blondes, but I that, huge, that one just I had a huge that one does it for you, huh? Yeah. And then I watched Gossip Girl. You hear that, Blake? If you're listening, another Ryan's available. You, another Ryan is available. <laughs> you should leave the current Ryan and uh, upgrade. I like kids. Don't worry. <laughs> By the way, I have two. No. Um, yes, yeah, by the way, but, but except, it, it, did we talk about the party? Uh, a little bit. Or but we, we, if you can't tell, we, we really we, like the we, movie Except. Well, we did, because think about who else was in the movie. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? Who that was in the movie as... Redhead the, girl. No, who was in the movie as the schizo who couldn't get into any other schools? You remember? Schizo? I have no idea the who penguin? that is. Oh my god, that's remember? who that is! Yeah! He was in the movie. He was the I. You know, he yeah. talked a lot. He just yeah. He couldn't get in any schools, and Holy so his parents crap. were happy. Yeah, that's who that is. I mean, again, we're getting a little bit off topic. Yeah. But, but this movie had a huge, a good cast of a lot of unknown actors at the time mm-hmm. who are very popular now. Yes. Um. I, I I don't know why people shit on Justin Long. I think he's a great actor. I yeah. love I love the movies that he does. Um. The parties in it. We'll get to the parties now. You hear that, Justin Long? Another Ryan is available. I am available for you, Justin <laughs> Long. Be my Valentine three days late. But. 
you know, they, they basically turn, again, this is another movie uh, that just basically, they make their own classes and classes about partying and, mm-hmm. and their, their, their commons area is basically a swimming pool turned into a skate park. And right. They, they have four wheelers and the, the big party in the middle of it uh, where they have the concert. Where they have to out party the big, the real school's party. Yeah, they they they're having their 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 best party of the year, which is like a dress up party. Yeah, I think it's like a pimps and hose party. Or I something thought it was like, like a that. Great Gatsby party. I think is what they called it. Oh, okay. Which we're gonna talk about Great Gatsby soon. Because mm-hmm. nothing didn't spoilers like it. God. Now people are so just gonna they, stop listening to us. Right? No, they're gonna they're gonna pause and fast forward. Yeah. So, but yeah, so they had the big party where he's singing uh, the Ramones. Um, yeah, yeah, in like the gymnasium or whatever yeah. it was, and it's just. The movie itself was great, and the parties in it were very good, too. It wouldn't be very high on the list of our favorite parties if we were to do it that way, but the parties were Yeah, maybe mine. I don't know. The, the parties were definitely parties I could envision myself going to. Oh, yeah. And, and they weren't over the top. They weren't extravagant like yeah, American Pie 2. Yeah, it was good, good live they, music. They were, you know? they were parties that I could definitely see myself going to and mm-hmm. that I would have gone to had I had yes. the means for it. Yes. So, well, we're going we're gonna to digress a bit back into high school. Back into high school. A little bit. Uh, um, with... Super bad. Super bad. Joe another another Jonah Hill movie. Look mm-hmm. at how these movies kind of link. Yeah, to that's kind of weird. And this is all we did was just put them in chronological order. But it, it, it's kind of neat to see the their because we're actually following the lives of these actors and stuff too. That's true. That's why. That's true. So Michael, Sarah, Jonah Hill mm-hmm. are high school seniors who I'm just kind of reading the. No, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure it's a Judd Apatow movie. It it is not. Oh dang it! He may have been a he may have been a producer on the movie. Damn it. But he was not. He was a producer, and so was Evan Goldberg mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, two high school uh, seniors kind of are dealing with not being cool kids. Uh, one of them's going off to college; the other one's not. Um, so they're kind of having issues, kind of with those last two weeks of school. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should have put Nick and Nora on the list. Damn it. Um, there's still time. There's not time because now we have 13. We can do ba- we can do a Baker dozen. We've already this week. passed. Uh, well, Nick and Nora was 2008. We haven't actually passed it yet. Mm, okay. Um. So anyway, they uh, they get kind of they're, they're not the, the the popular kids, but they hmm. get they get an invitation to like the end of the year party. So they spend the whole day trying to get ah, the kids. Appetite produced. Oh, yeah, thank God. I okay. Okay. I said that. Well, welcome to 30 you said, seconds no, ago. You said maybe. Yeah, but then I looked it up and I said... Oh, you did? Okay, I wasn't paying attention. I was I too busy on my app actually trying to... I don't listen to you so, when you talk, I know, Ryan. This is... I know. <laughs> so, basically, they get invited to the popular kid party. Mm-hmm. Um, they have... They, they're basically... They're, the whole reason for wanting to go to the party is so they can have sex before they leave high school. Woo! Uh, one of them wants to get with Emma Stone. I think that's Jonah Hill's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one... I think that's everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other one uh, was Becca. Uh, Martha Mac... McClask? I don't know. I don't think she had a movie career after this movie. At least a big one. Um, but basically, the it's their plan. They tried to get them drunk enough so they could have sex with them. Uh, and they kind of have an issue with McLovin. Fogel is one of their other kind of nerdy friends. And mm-hmm. he's... Basically, there's tension between them all. I mean, we're getting to the plot of the story. But really, the, the high school party that they have was, was pretty fantastic and the way that they got to it by doing you know alcohol in in laundry detergent bins and kind of having the cops you know on their tails about it was was pretty pretty fun um 
I think that in this party, at least when I saw this, you know, being as it's a high school party, I couldn't relate as well to it. But I could definitely see if I was in high school at the time how I would think that this kind of a party was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, the it was the, it was a huge house party, mm-hmm. and all the kids wanted to do was just run back to the party for you know different reasons, mm-hmm. and with the beer in tied and the, and the yeah. jugs in the detergent jug. Yep. <laughs> This movie, it's such a funny movie. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it it worked on so many levels. It was another, again, relatable, you know, with the with the geeks, you know, wanting mm-hmm. to be accepted and be cool and, again, lose your virginity before you go, wow, my voice cracked. Yeah. Jesus Ooh, Christ. Speaking of, speaking of virginity. Back, speaking of back in high school. Yeah. So, it, it, again, it was a relatable movie, but, again, a big party element to it is, is mm-hmm. why it's on the list is because... It's all, again, leading up to that one party moment where mm-hmm. we all have to go to this party. It's going to be the last party before everybody goes to college. We're never going to see each other again. Are yeah. we going to be best friends or not But when we go to high school? It was all, it was all yeah. that stuff. Actually, I'm getting my stories mixed up. Didn't all three of them get into the same college, but he didn't want a room with... Yeah, he didn't Seth. want a room Evan, with them. Evan right. was going to room with McLovin. Right. right, And because he needed to get away because they are basically yeah. inseparable. It's kind of right. like, it's kind of like the, the, yes. the, the, the super best friend syndrome where... Mm-hmm. Where you guys are friends, but I need my space. You right. Know? And right. I think at the end of the movie, they decide that it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. everybody makes up in the end, and neither of them lose their virginity, which is okay because they learn more valuable lessons. Exactly. Like, like Emma Stone like is that, waiting that for. Sometimes cops are cool. Yes. That was kind of yeah, that, that yeah. whole movie is 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 a, is a laugh riot, as they would say. Yeah, it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it, and honestly, all I want to watch all these movies again. They're all mm-hmm. very good movies. Um, moving on. Go ahead. I never saw this movie. All right, the hangover, I'm still refusing right. to see this movie. You don't have to. The first, just don't watch the other ones. Just watch the first one. Okay. The Hangover, number one, the original, the best of the three, and as far as I'm concerned, the other two didn't happen. Okay. The first one is it's different because it doesn't revolve around the character, you know, the story leading up to the end of the movie party, which so many of these movies do. Mm-hmm. This one revolves around having a party in the beginning of the movie. And all of the characters trying to remember what the hell happened the night before. And that's what makes this one so unique and original. It hadn't been done before. Now it's been done three different times. Thank you, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But this movie was original. I loved the first movie. I thought it was fantastic. It definitely makes the list. Because we've all had those nights where you just have one too many. Granted, they were roofied. But you have one too many where you just like, man, what, what happened last night? What did we do at the party? You know, where did I go? How did I get these keys? Where did those shoes come from? You know, we all have those moments where, mm-hmm. you know, oh my God, why, you know, where are your teeth? You know, someone gets their teeth knocked out. So there, there's all these moments where you have this sudden moment of clarity of like, oh my God, that did happen. And you try and go back and, you know, piece together little parts of the night. I don't think I've ever been as bad as they were in the movie. Again, they've been roofied. So they literally remember nothing from that night. And they have to go back and kind of piece together everything. And it shows bad, you know, the, it kind of, uh, does flashbacks and flash forwards and you know kind of uh, let you know uh, what happens and it's it's really great because the whole time you're watching the movie you're wondering man what happened at this party it must have been epic and so they finally at the very end you know they kind of go through they take pictures the whole night and they find the camera and they just look at all the pictures to kind of help jog their memory and see what happens so it was it was a very fresh original idea I liked how they had the party at the beginning. And then not at the end. I think I think that was a great idea, even though the ultimate party was at the end because he got married, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, those those people listening. So I think uh, 
I think it holds up against any one of these other party movies. It's just a different format of how they did it. And I, I really enjoyed it. I think uh, Zach and Ed and Bradley were fantastic. And uh, yes, I all know them personally. That's why I'm only using their first names. They're would going... you use them as Mr. then? Mr. No. Galifianakis? No, I wouldn't say Mr. Galifianakis. Mr. Cooper? And Mr. Mr. Helms. Mr. Bartha? Mr. Helms? No. Mr. Who's Ed Bartha? Justin, Bar- Justin Bartha. Oh, Justin Bartha. Yeah, he's cool, man. He just, <laughs> Who's he just Ed gets... Bartha? I don't know who Ed Bartha is. I know <laughs> I thought, who Justin Bartha is. I thought is, you were though. going with Ed Helms next. No. And then he said Bartha. I'm like, who's Ed Bartha? <laughs> That's a nope. combination of Ed Helms and Justin Bartha coming together. Duh. So, it, it, it again, it, a great movie with, with uh, the epic party. They showed you a little bit of what happens, and then they blacked out, and then you just kind of see bits and pieces kind of get mm-hmm. uh, put together throughout the rest of the movie. So, uh, if you haven't seen the other or if you haven't seen any of them, just watch that one. You don't need to see the other two. I've, I've seen them all just for the sake of seeing them all, and I, I wish I hadn't. I, I think the first one is by far the best, and you don't need to see the other two because, again, they're just funny. They're not even that funny. They're just fun comedy movies. They're not that funny. I'm talking about two and three. The first one, again, just because of its originality, mm-hmm. I, I think you should watch it. So I've been avoiding watching it. I'll just give the no, quick you should, you deal should, before... You should. Uh, because when it first came out, mm-hmm. everybody loves the hyperbole. Everybody loves to over-exaggerate everything. It was just yeah. the best movie of all time. There's not going to be a better movie that I'm ever going to see that better than this one. And so I avoided watching it because... Who the hell were you talking to that said that? Uh, plenty of people and my family and oh. around the, the interwebs. But, oh, it's the best movie ever. And I just didn't want to see it because... A, don't tell me that it's the best movie ever, because that makes me not want to watch it, because your opinion is not my opinion. Tonight's beer is brought to you by Coronado Brewing Company, Islander IPA. Pick up a six-pack today. At your local discount liquor warehouse. Yay! I don't know what those are called. Liquor stores? Yeah, it would work, too. I was trying to make it more uh, enjoyable. Um. Anyway, so I didn't see it, because I had been given advice that it was the best movie ever and you had to watch it so i was really protesting just the fact that i didn't want the hype to be around when i saw it uh it's been what six years now i could probably see it but just never came up and it's not on any streaming service hmm. so there's there's not a reason to to really go and get, find it or buy it or anything so if it gets to netflix maybe hulu maybe or if i can bum a coffee a coffee a copy off of somebody so we're going to yeah. go from a bachelor party to a random party just for the sake of having a party. Because Parties that's a social thing to do. We're gonna, well, we're going to go from the, the 2000s. Hub, 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 hub. We're going to go to the 2000s to the 40s. In the 40s. Yeah. the 30s. Yeah. But so, chronologically, it fits. Because the next movie we're talking about is The Great Gatsby. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Spider-Man. And Casey Mulligan. And, yes. And Uncle Ben. And Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben's in Joel it. Edgerton. Mm-hmm. 1929. I said 40s. I'm off by a lot. You're off by very much. So. 11 years. Yeah. That's, Whatever. That's a big. That's a big chunk of time. Considering yeah, it's, you know, uh, we're only in our 30s. We're not talking about the the Redford version, um, or else we would have had to do that first. No. Um, Remember Redford Mia Farrow? They did an okay job. I think a lot of people hold. This that is the movie, one that I saw. I think a lot of people hold that movie to much higher regard, mm-hmm. and they have the rose colored glasses on it, it, it being much better than it is. If you go mm-hmm. back and watch that movie, it's not that good. It's. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of held on to this thought of this being a good movie because it's a book adaptation of a great American novel that was shit on when it was first when it first mm-hmm. came out because nobody read it because it was not a good book. It's mm-hmm. one of those books that kind of 
over time, it's like a fine wine. It ages well. A good, with a good, time. a good scotch. Yes, a good, ooh, a good scotch. A good eighteen-year-old single malt scotch. But the, the parties in that movie were. were Can good, we get sponsored by like a, by like Glenn Levitt or something? Is that, uh, that does might that be work? A hard to do. All right, we have a better shot at getting because we're not even alcohol related. I just want to have like, you know, like like if Coronado Brewing Company from Coronado, California says, "Oh hey." Blah, blah, blah. We want to give you a six pack every time you mention us. I could definitely do that. Yeah, but would you just mention them for the sake of mentioning them? No, that, that was a good beer. Okay, shit, no. <laughs> so anyway, back on topic. Great Gatsby. Uh, those parties were magnificent. Um, the seventy, like I said, the, the movie that came out in the sixties or I think maybe seventies. Um, just the, the parties were okay, but again, it was the sixties and seventies. It was very tame. Uh, the parties here. Uh, granted, a lot of it was green screen, and it kind of ruins the allure once you once you know that. But watching the the parties and how they played out, and the music, and the lavish decorations, and costumes, mm-hmm. and the overflowing mm-hmm. fountains, and the never ending drinks, and, and the, the original soundtrack by what Jay Z did he have a hand in it? Is that who it was? I don't remember. All right, now I gotta look, you that, can up. look that up. I don't think Jay Z had his hand in it. Oh, I think that's where you're wrong, he, my friend. If he did, I'm gonna be sad. Um, I think you're wrong. But that movie was... I I was really uh, impressed by it. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, you're a good movie. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I think, I'm already drunk. I think the... I think that Leonardo DiCaprio did a good job playing Gatsby and being the host of the parties. Mm-hmm. I think I think the fact that they went back to the parties you know, every every so often kind of helped. Bam! Written by Jay-Z. What up? One song. There's way more than that. Look, look, he's 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 in there as person who wrote for the Great Gatsby. So he it was yeah one that that particular one song, but he was he was hang on I'm gonna yeah there's another one there's two songs there is two songs there's still two songs okay three songs okay see there were four songs but so, those are the remix five songs. songs if you want the score six songs. I'm talking about... Uh, did I say the soundtrack, or did no, I say I the score? Know. I said the soundtrack. Okay. The soundtrack was good, but that had a bunch of other people on it as well. Lana Del Rey's um, in here a lot, too. And <laughs> well, Sia. she did Young and Beautiful. You're Young and Beautiful. Thank you. Damn it. Uh, yeah, eight songs. Yeah, so. Anyway. The point being... That, done and done. The point being is that's a... It was unique to hear a 30s take on modern songs. Because mm-hmm. that's really what, what those were. JC yes. had his hand in writing, mm-hmm. I guess. I didn't know. Bob. Which... I think it was just maybe a nomenclature difference on what we were talking about, but I think that just the the sight of those parties would be awesome. I always wanted to be like in a party in the in the twenties and the thirties. I mean, that would have been so cool. You know, it was just you know everybody's wearing fancy suits and dancing and yeah, and it was just it was parties just because you know the Gatsby throws the best parties and we have to go to the Gatsby's parties, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Oh yeah, and there, obviously there's more of a there's a bigger story to it than that. But for the sake of the party list. That's why it's on here because motherfucking parties, mm-hmm. motherfucking sorcerer, motherfucking being a motherfucking sorcerer, cards against humanity. Um, yep. moving on to the next last, so the movie, last one. Let's read just which is not number one for the sake of number one. It's just it's because the it's the most movie. recent movie. That's why it gets, gets on real, the top of the list. I'll recap real quickly. We had Animal House, Dazed and Confused, Can't Hardly Wait, Ten Things I Hate About You, American Pie Two, Van Wilder, Old School Accepted, Superbad, The Hangover, The Great Gatsby. And then uh, the most recent movie that had a party in it, again, this kind of brings it full circle back to Animal House, would be uh, Neighbors. Because uh, 
Neighbors is about a uh, Neighbors is about a uh, basically it's about a couple uh, that kind of moves in uh, to this area and they, they're really liking their, their new house um, and a frat house moves ne- in next door and they want to be known as the frat that holds the best parties and they're kind of in this residential area and their whole goal is to kind of get all the neighbors to move out and so Seth Rogen's family refuses to do that and tries to play back but they have all these really big college parties and they 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 try to join in to try to feel like they were um part of the the college scene again they got a babysitter to watch their their child Mm -hmm. and um and that didn't work out because they just in the next morning they just felt they they were too old to to quote danny glover they were too old for this shit (laughs) um And that just makes me think of uh, of uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia where they do the Lethal Weapon five and then Lethal Weapon six. Sorry, um, I'm, I'm yeah. You need to watch that show; it's fantastic. So, so the the whole point then is they're trying to get them to stop their party, and so their you know child can sleep, and the the frat house basically says no, we're not going to do that, and it's just basically a party a party every day almost. It, it feels like party just, every day. Party every day. So that kind of just brings it kind of full circle to Animal House because they're having frat parties in that movie as well. And they're kind of uh, about to go on probation. And neighbors, they end up going on probation because the, the Seth Rogen's character, I think, plants some unnecessary things and takes pictures in their house to show like the dean that they're doing bad things. And so then they can't have this party, but they end up doing it anyway. So it is kind of funny that it kind of comes full circle. That mm-hmm. we start with Animal House and we get to Neighbors, and they're almost identical premises uh, to 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 to, uh, to to the movie, I guess. Wow, I'm not even drunk, and I'm the one here struggling and the, for words. The words are hard. Words are hard to talk about. <laughs> Just give me something to talk about. All right, so that's the list. That is our list. That's, that's our that's our fun party list. Not sh- movies to be shown at parties. But just movies that are fun to watch because of the party sequence in mm-hmm. said movies. Yeah. So we're gonna end again with another vault pick. Uh, vault. Last week, last week we kind of dropped the ball. Boy, did we ever! We, we we for as much as we love the Simpsons. Oh, I can't believe I can't believe and we as didn't much think as we of it love, right away. And as much as we love, this is what happens when we don't have a pre-planned vault pick. Yeah. On the fly, we think yeah. of one, and oh, we're gonna do fanboys. Fanboys. We totally missed. <laughs> Bymon Sci-Fi we Con. Totally missed the season ten episode with Mark Hamill in the episode. Oh, we really dropped the ball in So that's when our, that's our new vault. We're retconning our previous episode <laughs> to have the Bymon Sci-Fi Con episode yeah, where married the to Simpsons the mom. Go, where, yes, married yeah. to the mom, where the Simpsons go to their bi-monthly science fiction convention, that they have. which has such stars as <laughs> Elf, Elf, three PO. Yeah, and many others, and many others. Oh, it was Mark Hamill, Elf, and many others. Yes, yes. Mark and Mark Hamill comes and does actually two voices on that show. Many people don't know that he does the voice of himself, and he does the voice of uh, the bodyguard instructor when Homer has to go to bodyguard school. So that's our that's our pick for last week. Our real pick for last week. This week, this week, Futurama, Futurama anthology anthology of interest number two. Number two, very good. Number two it's, for uh, I Human. The, the Specifically first, for the first uh, uh, story in that first in story that show. In, in it is uh, Bender wants to know what it feels like to be human. So in the in the anthology of interest, of course, it's the the what if machine. Mm-hmm. So in the what if machine, he turns into a human and he goes out and just decides to 
overindulging gorge on everything food everything. drinks women partying and he's just and he just party party and just drinking and eating and smoking all the time he's supposed to be uh he's supposed to be a science uh project presentation for, <laughs> for dr farnsworth ends up becoming like a job of the hut tile style blob yeah. yes and he gives a speech and then after the speech they all kind of everyone just realizes he's done more in his one week of being a human than all of us have in our entire lives and, and they salute him and they have the biggest party woo! that's ever constructed yes and then they have a woo. And then, and then and he then may he, or may not have died at the end. He may have died at the end, and the woo was just air escaping from his fat folds. So it's a good, the whole, the whole anthology just is great. Just that first seven minutes, though, mm-hmm. kind of references. Oh, it definitely fits parties. in with, well, yeah, it's the party. It's the party atmosphere from, from Human Party Bender Doll. And they totally do. Oh my god, I totally want Human Bender Doll. Is that a thing? It might be. That'd be great. I don't know if it would be the fat one, though. Yeah. Or maybe I do I want a normal woo. Bender Doll. I'll have to do some shopping. We, uh, I think Caleb still has a Bender and a Zoidberg at his oh, house, really? at his at his mom's house. Yeah, they uh, like action figure sets. No, like like stuffed animal. Oh, because uh, hmm. my friend Dave and Mandy, they uh, for his birthday a couple years ago when he was big in the Futurama, that video that I had up on YouTube forever, where he was just laughing and loving the fact that Futurama was on. <laughs> uh, yeah, Futurama was the best. They got him uh, a Zoidberg and a, and a Bender, right? So, uh, so they're really cool. But yeah, so that's yeah. our that's our vault pick uh, anthology anthology of interest number two. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It's season three. Yes, yes, it is. Um, so and... thanks again for joining us for for those of you that have, and for those of you that haven't joined us yet, get get on the get on the train, tell man. Tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. T- t- you tell your friend, and his friend can tell you two friends, and then we'll. If if you tweet us out, we'll let you listen to our next week's episode for free. We will, and we might even start giving away stuff. You never know. Ooh, you, you never, never know, know if you don't listen. You never know if you don't listen. That's exactly right. So we could give away a, a cruise ship, and maybe nobody nobody, nobody would claim it because nobody would literally it would literally be the whole ship, not just a cruise <laughs> trip. It's the ship. The ship. Gonna, we found a ship for a good price. Don't ask me how. We just got. We it. just. We just. We, we know some guys. That's how we got it. Did a few favors. We called in a few things, and this is is how well connected we are, people. All right, so so get on board here. So anyway, that'll do it for this week. Uh, Next week we'll be back better than ever, hopefully with a list, a new list. I don't know what we're gonna do. I think hopefully we'll have a new list. (laughs) We can just do the old list again. (laughs) Just repeat it. Um, This is this is how we thought about movies. 11 weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) We did Christmas movies 11 weeks ago. Let's do that one again. No, we're not gonna do that. (laughs) We're not gonna do that for another year another year yeah. 40 40 weeks yeah, well, the thing uh, is yeah we'll figure out something mm-hmm. but uh, in the meantime go we, ahead and, uh, we always do yeah in the meantime go ahead and leave us a like uh send us a tweet um get in contact with us we'll be around and we hope to hear you next week and well thanks for listening i'm brian i'm ryan take it easy this has been another episode of sweet 12 from brian Bourne and ryan gobel the preceding podcast was written and produced by brian Bourne and ryan gobel Intro and outro music provided by Lost in a Name. All of the copyrights to the respective authors. You can find us on Twitter at Sweet12 and on Facebook at Sweet12 Podcast. Download this and previous episodes on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening.